Now let's go to Matthew chapter 6. Go with me. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew the 6th chapter. I'm reading from verses 14. Matthew chapter 6. Reading from Matthew chapter 6 verses 14 and uh, to 15. Matthew chapter 6. The law of forgiveness. The law of forgiveness. The law of forgiveness. The law of forgiveness. Now, Matthew chapter 6, verses 14. The Bible says, and I read, For if you forgive others their trespasses, your, and their reckless and willful sins, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, then your father will not forgive you. Now, all these laws that I have talked about, if you have followed me closely, you realize that they were decrees and statements Jesus made. From the law of greatness, we came to the law of decree, we came to um, 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 the, the law of greatness, the law of position, Every single one of them, as if you are, if you've been following the teachings from sometime last week when I started sharing them, these were things Jesus Himself said. It was not a figment of the imagination of any of the apostles or any apostle um, trying to communicate a message where you can say, if it was Apostle Paul, then um, we can actually negotiate on it. These were the words of the master himself. The master said concerning the law of greatness, um, um, that if you want to be great, you need to have gone through the baptism of suffering. And the master said concerning the law of decree, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be planted into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, he shall have whatsoever that he said. And we came to the law of divine positioning, and, and, and we, we realized how um, um, God spoke to Abraham and said, leave your father's house and I will bless you. And we come to now the fourth law, which is the law of forgiveness, and here we see in Matthew chapter 6, verses 14, Jesus telling somebody, if you forgive others, they are well for sins. And my emphasis here is the type of sin Jesus is uh, communicating about. It's not just a sin of the three. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, two types of sin. We have got the sin of commission and sins of omission. There are two broad category of sins. All the sins you sin, they can be categorized into two. They are sins of commission. That is sins that you actually did. And we have got the sins of omission. There are some things you didn't do that is attributed as a sin. Are you following me? There are some things that you did not do, but it is attributed as a sin. And for that matter, I mean, it, it is still considered as a sin against you. The sins of commission are the things you did. You stole. I mean, you've gossiped. You fornicated. You, you cheated. You did whatever. They are sins that you sinned. You committed them. And they are sins of omission. 
things that you didn't do that God accounts it as sin. And it is in scripture. There are sins of um, 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 omission where things that, I mean, you didn't do but it is accounted as sins. Are you getting my point? So you need to come to a place of, um, 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 of um, understanding that they are, they are, they, they are the type of sins that where you don't actually, it's not like you actually um, um, committed it. Uh, but now it, it's not like it's something you failed to do uh, as per God's instruction. And because you didn't do it, it is counted to you as sin. See, it is accounted as to you as, as a sin because you didn't do it. So now guess what? But scripture in um, um, the scripture here in Matthew chapter 6 is talking about sins of commission. Jesus, actually, the word used to describe the sin in this particular scripture is willful sin. Willful. I mean, in my language, you say, like you actually know it. It's like somebody knowing what they are doing and they are doing it to you. They are act, they actually know what they are doing and they intend intentionally, purposefully, I mean, calculated sin, somebody say calculated sin, they plan and scheme and, and make sure they sin against you, they do you evil, they, they, they calculate it, some people, they are calculated sinners, they actually sit down, program the sin for like process it, and for like a month and execute, they know what they are going to do is bad, but they would still execute it. And, and, and if you go to certain parts of West Africa, I'm telling you, people, even arm robbers, sometimes when they are going to rob people, they even pray. They, they know what they are doing is wrong, but they are even pray that God will forgive them because they know what they are doing is not right. Hear me and hear me well. Ladies and gentlemen, the type of sin that God says we should forgive others is willful sin. Willful sin, that is a sin that the person talked about, calculated, knew what they are doing was wrong, and they still did it against you. God says, even those sins, you must find it in your heart to forgive, I mean, the, the offender. You are the victim here. You have got every right to repay them. You have got every right to also give it to them good measure, press down, shaking together and running over dimension. But God requires, God requires that you actually forgive. You must learn how to forgive. You must learn how to pardon. Tells you, you must get to a place where you say, oh, I mean, I know you wronged me. I know you did this against me, but guess what? I forgive you. Now you hear me. You must be willing in your heart to forgive anyone that wrongs you. Why? Because the Bible says that, hear me, the Bible says Jesus himself said, Jesus is the one that came to die for us. So when he's talking about forgiveness, there is no one that understands the, the law 
and the principle of forgiveness than the pastor himself. He says that if you want your own sins to be forgiven, you must be ready to forgive other people their willful sins. And that is... Mm, That is the bit that is real. It is so strange. Otherwise, your prayers become hindered. It is so strange if you don't learn how to forgive way of four sins. Way of four sins. Way of four sins. You must learn how to forgive will forces. Are you following after me? Will forces, any sin that does, that some, it doesn't matter what they did, you must have it in your heart, I mean, to forgive. You need to learn how to let it off you so that you don't have the intention to repay them in the same measure that they did to you. Forgiveness does not, um, 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 forgiveness actually, let me put it this way, forgiveness actually relieves you, the, the, the victim, from the pain, from the hurt, and from, 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 from the heartache that you feel even when you remember what it is that was done against you. Ladies and gentlemen, let me say this. When you don't forgive someone and you keep the bitterness and the pain and the anger in your heart, you are the one that is damaging yourself. You do yourself more harm than good when you hold grudges, when you hold it against Mary, you hold it against Lucy, you hold it against Ben, you hold it against that brother. It doesn't matter what they did against you. Jesus said, you must be ready to forgive. And if you don't learn how to forgive, it becomes difficult for your prayers to be answered. Because we did, because God that you are praying to is holding something against you. So if in the same way you are holding something against that brother, the God you are praying to says, because you have not forgiven the sister, you have not forgiven that brother, he himself, you will also not forgive your sins. So what are you asking? The same way you don't want to see that person, you don't even want to talk to them, you don't. So in the same measure, it is a law. Law has caused a cause and an effect. Every law, there is something that triggers it. When you do something, there is a, re a resultant effect that comes out because of the law that has been set in motion. So if, if you are so bitter against somebody, so angry that you don't even want to see them, you don't want to talk to them, you don't want to engage them in any way, in any capacity, guess what? Guess what? You need to get to that place, that that position where you know and you know and you know that it doesn't matter what had been done against you. It doesn't matter who did what against you. You are ready to say, I forgive you. I let it out of my heart. I let it out of my heart so that your prayers shall not be hindered. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to fast next week. Don't hold any iota of unforgiveness in your heart because it's going to hinder
your prayers because you don't, the same way you are angry with somebody because they hurt you is the same way God may be angry. That is why I don't hold grudges for long. Many years ago, I used to hold grudges for long, but I came to maturity in God and I understood that for my life to progress, for me to advance, for me to be able to see the blessing of the Lord upon my life, I need to learn how to let go. Mahaloshka Brazata. Are you hearing me? You need to learn how to let go. Most people, their prayers are hindered because of the fact that they have not let go. Now, I want you to, if you are a man, I want you to go with me to First Peter. Um, I mean, let me read the scripture again, Matthew chapter 6, verses 14. I don't want to have a problem with God. That is why I have decided to forgive easily. I don't want to put myself in a position where I feel like, I mean, I'm contending with God and I'm not, I mean, no, no, no. I want to be that man, that person that easily forgives, that easily let go. Are you hearing me? Matthew chapter 6, verse 14, the Bible says, for if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their willful sins, your heavenly father will not also forgive you. So the same measure that you are holding something against someone, God also holds yours. If you let go, he lets go. If you let go, he lets go. If you let go, he lets go. So you need to learn how to let go. Let's go and let go. How many times have you not walked God by for God to forgive you? In the same way, let us have that. Let, let's go to First Peter. Let me read a scripture for you. First Peter. First Peter. First Peter. Let's go to First Peter. If you have your Bibles with me, your Bibles with you. Let's go to First Peter. First Peter, chapter, chapter three. First Peter, chapter three. First Peter, go with me to First Peter, chapter three, if you would. And First Peter, chapter three. Yes, let's get into the word of God. Let me read from verse 7. The Bible says, in the same with your husbands, live with your wives in understanding, with great gentleness and tact, with an intelligent regard for marriage relationship. Did you hear what the Bible says? If you are a man, you must be intelligent. Have intelligence. Intelligence, otherwise you cannot even be married. because. That the gender called female, if you don't have intelligence, I didn't write the Bible. I am actually repeating what is written in the Holy Book. The Bible says, let me repeat it. Let me repeat it. I'm reading from the Amplified Original Bible. The Bible says, in the same way you husbands, God is talking to husbands, but I'm just going to use it to explain something. But at least let me try to make a little detour and come back. Since in the same way you husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, because most of those people are not understanding. God says, live with them in an understanding way. Uh -huh. In an understanding way, with great gentleness and tact, with an intelligent regard for the marriage relationship. Be intelligent. The Bible says, have an intelligent, have intelligence as a man. Scripture is speaking to men here. This scripture was addressed to men. 
by Apostle Peter. He says, have intelligence as a man. Be intelligent as a man. Be intelligent. Don't be a mumu. Everything you talk about, everything you are, you are, you are. No, 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 no. Be intelligent. Be a solution seeker, not a problem amplifier. When somebody brings problem, as a man, you must be the head. You must exercise leadership, priesthood. If you are a man, you must exercise one priesthood over your family, two leadership over your family. You must be the priest of the family. And two, you must exercise leadership over the family. And in Bible says you must be intelligent, have intelligence for the marriage relationship. As with, as with some physical, um, physically weaker sins, she is a woman. Show her honor and respect and respect as a fellow heir of grace of life so that your prayers will not be hindered or ineffective. The Bible says when you, as a man, you dishonor and have grudges with your woman. I did not write the Bible. The Bible says your prayers will not be hindered. Sorry, your prayers will be hindered. Your prayers will not be answered. The other scripture said your prayers will not be in it, will be so that your prayers does not become ineffective. In other words, literally, your relationship with your partner can actually make your prayers ineffective or effective based on the grudges you keep. If I go to the traditional Bible, and then let me show you from the traditional Bible, and then you, you can actually understand where I am coming from. First Peter, first Peter chapter three, reading from the traditional Bible. Um, 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 verse 7, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7. The Bible says, the Bible says, Likewise, ye husbands dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wives, as the weaker vessel, as being heirs of grace of life, so that your prayers will not be hindered. And then the scripture goes on to say, speak, be of one mind, blah, 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 and it continues like that. Scripture demands that for you as a man to prevent your prayers from um, not being hindered. Now, if, if you don't want your prayers hindered or taken as ineffective, Scripture declares that you must be a man or a woman that seeks and knows how to honor and live in understanding with your fellow partner. In the same way, church, when you bring, um, 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 when you come to the book of, um, let me go to Psalm 103. When you read Psalm 103, uh, there's a scripture in Psalm 103. Let me show you how I mean, God says that I mean, he has removed our sins from us as far as the east is from the west. The west. Let's go to Psalm 103. Psalm 103, um, um, verses 12. If you have the Bibles, go to Psalm 103, verses 12. Are you there with me? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Are you there with me? Psalm 103, verses 12. Psalm 103, verses 12. The Bible says, as far as the east is from the west, so has the Lord removed our transgressions from us. The Bible says, as far as the east is from the west, so has the Lord removed our transgressions from us. God has 
literally disconnected, removed our transgressions from us. You need to get to that space, that place where you prophetically understand Jehovah in heaven says, he has literally removed, not that he will remove, he has removed your transgressions from you. When he, he has just asked the way the east is from the west. That is how far he has removed your transgression from us. That is the kind of the of, of love that we have received from our father. In the same way, God ex expects us to extend the same love, the same care, the same forgiveness to the people around us. As far as the east is from the west so has the lord literally removed our transgressions from us i pray that god will bring you to a place where you will totally and completely forgive anyone that has wronged you and i want you to understand something ladies and gentlemen like i said forgiveness doesn't mean you are weak forgiveness doesn't mean you are you are you are you are you, you you are not smart or you are not intelligent. Forgiveness simply means that you value the relationship you have with the person over whatever thing that the person did to you. Let me take it again. I mean, if you can write it, you can write it down. Forgiveness doesn't mean you are weak. Forgiveness doesn't mean you are not strong. Forgiveness simply means if you do something against me and I forgive you, it simply means I value the relationship I have with you more than whatever thing that you did. But most of the time, the, pro the challenge we have, ladies and gentlemen, is that we hold the, the sin or the offense high esteem than the relationship, you have worked with someone for 10 years, for five years, for three years, for whatever years, and the person does something to you, and then you trust everything that has transpired between you and the person, and then you go through in tantrums and, and then and then doing all sorts of things, and then you literally trust the value that you had from that relationship, the impacts, the benefits that that relationship was literally bringing to the table, you need to understand something that is so strong, ladies and gentlemen. Do you really value that relationship? This is what I feel and this is what I think, that those who walk in unforgiveness, it is just a simple sign they never value what it is that the, the, the relationship that they had with the other party, whether it was your mother and your father, your daughter and sister, and, 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 and a daughter and a son or a daughter and, 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 a, and a father or a daughter and a mother relationship, whether it was a husband, wife relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend relationship, boss, um, um, and, 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 and so but it, it doesn't matter. It cuts across all forms of relationship. That is it. The question is, what do you value? Do you value the offense or you value the relationship? You need to choose, otherwise you don't advance. Ladies and gentlemen, see some of these things people don't want to hear. All people want to hear is that to get your problem solved. But ladies and gentlemen, you can pray and pray for 10 years. But if you don't pray from the place of knowledge and understanding and knowing some of these things, you can pray empty prayers and you'll be going around in circles and you'll get frustrated with God because you feel like you are prayed and the answer didn't come. But you need to get to the place and the space in God where you, you are praying from the place of knowledge, where you know 
because of this, I need to let that go. I need to let that go. I need to let that go so that the hand of the Lord shall be strong upon me and so that I can be forgiven. I can be able to move on. I can be able to advance and that my life will get better. So let's pray. I want you to pray that anything that is has become like bitterness, anger, pain, any struggle in your heart that is resisting your prayer, any opposition, anything that is going on by yourself that the enemy is using as a tool to resist your prayer, you are declaring in the name of Jesus that may Jehovah God pardon, may Jehovah God remove in the mighty name of Jesus. You are declaring right now by the mandate of the Holy Ghost anything that the devil is using as an implement, as a tool against you. You are speaking prophetically today and you are declaring that may it be permanently removed from your life in the name of Jesus. You are speaking it forth. You are declaring total liberty. You are declaring total liberty. You are declaring We lift up prayer on this holy 
holy altar and we decree and declare in the name of Jesus let the heavens control be released to pardon us oh Lord Father anything that is in our heart in the spirit of unforgiveness Father we pray may you release from our hearts in the name of Jesus anything that is in an impediment a blockage limiting our prayers today we pray Father, give us a forgiving heart. You are telling the Lord that Father, give me a forgiving heart, a heart that usually forgives a heart. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, if you are, if you, there are certain dimensions of place. There's certain dimensions in life you cannot go with unforgiveness and bitterness. If you easily get bitter, I can tell you for free, you can't go far. Did you hear what I'm saying? Let me repeat it in capital letters. If you easily get bitter and you don't have the emotional capacity to manage people and their tasks and the things they do against you, I'm telling you, you cannot go far. Because let me tell you, in the journey of life, people will hurt you. People will break your heart, break your leg. I mean, mess you up. They will do things that they are not supposed to do against you. But you must have a big heart and a heart of forgiveness. Because in the world that you are praying to, that you want him to hear your prayer states, if you do not forgive others, he himself will also hold everything against you. So if you don't get rid of bitterness and, and, and unforgiveness and all these grudges and things, I'm telling you, you can't advance, you cannot move forward. Let me tell you, I told you, Jesus said it in the book of Mark. We read it here, Mark chapter 10. Jesus said, you cannot rise to the top, not until you have been baptized with suffering. The word baptized means baptism. You must have been immersed in suffering. Are you hearing me? You must have been immersed in suffering. You must see, the man promised you heaven and earth, you know, finish you completely, and then see, and then before you realize the guy is not picking your call. He, see, the saddest thing is when he even blocks you on top. He's not picking your call. I mean, I mean, you have done everything. You have cooked goat meat. I mean, I mean, fish meat. I mean, goat soup, fish soup, mutton, cow, everything. You've cooked all the soup, washed his clothes. You know, you are you are a girlfriend, but you, are, you became a potential wife because you were thinking that it was going to make it work. You did all that, but still. The guy blocks you, he even took your money. And you see, you've done all that, but the person still blocks you. That's the one who talks to you. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, you need grace to be able to forgive such a person. But you see, if you do not forgive, you know what happens? You block your heart from any other person. You block your heart from the good people that God has ordained for you. Because when somebody good is coming into your life, you go like, oh, this person is like John. The, the same way John behaved, that is the same way this person is going to behave. So guess what? You are not open to new people. You are not open for new friendships. You are not open for new relationships. So you become stagnated in life. And, and you see, you cannot advance in, in life. Why? Because there is this bitterness in your heart. There is this unforgiveness in your heart. And it becomes so difficult for you to even warm up to others because you become so bitter, so defensive to an extent that you don't even want anybody around you. You are lifting up prayer in the name of Jesus. The Father may you forgive, grant us a forgiving heart. Father, grant us. Some of you, you are where you are because you don't have a forgiving heart. You don't know how to forgive. 
Your life is stagnated. You see, you are living with your husband, but now you are still heads because of something the guy did in 2003. I mean, he has moved on. Let me tell you, most of the time, the people that offend us, they move on. They have already moved on. You are the one that is harboring the pain in your heart, brooding and thinking and lamenting over it. That person has moved on. They son get embellished long time, but you, you are still in 2018, what the person did against you and you have not moved on. Ladies and gentlemen, I pray that God will give you that heart forgiveness, a heart that will make you advance, a heart that will, that will, that will cause you to be able to receive from God because you have a plain and a forgiving heart. You are telling the Lord, Father, give me a forgiving heart. Father, help me so that nothing hinders my connection with you. You are telling the Lord, you are declaring unto the Lord, Father, anything that is hindering me, Father, remove in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Malago Shabrazetea. Mi Antolos Kazimi Antoske. Lipados Kazimi Alia Makoskata. in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. May the Lord God bless you. May grace be multiplied upon your life today in the mighty name of Jesus.